is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to the Friday show, everybody. Getting ready for the weekend. Oh, what a good game. What a good game last night. Wasn't that yeah. fun? Yeah. yeah, Atlanta 20, New Orleans 17. We got some big stats for you coming up uh, for the NFC home games plus two AFCs that we didn't get to yesterday, Baltimore-Pittsburgh and the Monday night game, Miami and New England. We got daily fantasy lineups. Kind of interesting on FanDuel because there are a lot of great players in the Sunday contest that you can't play. Ooh. The Patriots guys, the mm. Steelers guys. Ah. Plus Can you lose drink? the Falcons and the Saints. And the Falcons and the Saints, exactly. And I hope you... Uh, I hope you didn't have Alvin Kamara last night. That was a tough break. Good good morning. Happy Friday, fellas. Good, good morning. morning, Adam. It's good to see you here in the office and jubilant as always. Yeah, I am. Not at all down in the dumps. You must have had Devontae Freeman in your lineup. No, uh, I didn't. I had two leagues with Michael Thomas, including the league I'm playing you in, the magazine draft. I'm winning 17 to 10. Who did you have? Oh, you had Ingram and Kamara. Yeah. Uh, and wow, I had Thomas. Both. Oh, I gotta win now, right? I'm 74% favorite. Let's go. Uh, tough break. What's I'm sorry, you? Dave. I'm the six. Oh, so you won't be playing me. You don't want to play me. You don't want to play me. My team's too good. I fear no one. <laughs> you should probably. You're the one or the two? The two. That's what I'm saying. I'll play you. Yeah, won't play me. Uh, alright, so we will talk about that game and a lot of injuries, a lot of people angry about Thursday night football. Let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it right now. Alvin Kamara left Listen with a to you. You are a chipper. Yeah. Did you shower this morning? The last night. Oh. Great shower. And a Harry's razor shave, which I'll talk to you about a little bit later. So right. we're recording this show. It's 9.36 a.m. right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on video in uh, two and a half hours. How hairy will your face be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing dad from Teen Wolf, Harry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty, yeah. I can't get usually that, you say that right, close of a shave. Usually you say right before we go on, right? Relatively close to before yes. we go on. Yes. yes. It, it, when I'm in New York yeah. doing it on Skype, yes, I shave before we go on. But... Not not today. How about you trying to kick me out of the host chair? I thought you wanted me to do that. No. You like hosting? Of course. Oh, being an analyst is so much easier. Eh. It is so much easier. Eh, it's kind of easy both Except ways. You what know what, what I, if you're a host and an analyst? That's, that's what Jamie's That's been. hard. You know what that's I don't hard. know what to, how to do? Um, when we go to break, do I smile? Yeah. It's so awkward. Look at the camera and smile. Not like that. <laughs> what is with you? I don't know. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? You must have I got a good breakfast. present at your Hanukkah party last night. Uh, no, I didn't get anything. I mean, did you get like an autographed Brian Adams CD or oh, something Oh, back like to that? Brian Adams. All right, Atlanta 20, New Orleans so 17. Happy. I, I am. I'm just feeling it today. Peppy Azer. Um, well, I'm down here for a bachelor party. We're getting started tonight, so it should be fun. So Kamara left on the opening drive after three catches on the opening drive and one carry. Uh, looked like he was on his way to a big game, but... You get almost nothing from him. Uh, the Saints ended up losing their starting left guard, who was previously their backup left guard. They moved their backup center to left guard, and they lost three players on defense. Safety, Kenny Vaccaro, A.J. Klein at linebacker, Trey Hendrickson at defensive end. It was a really brutal night for the Saints, and they lost in an awful way with Sean Payton coming onto the field. It was crazy. But Drew Brees, 20 fantasy points. And they had the field goal taken away on a And they had the field goal taken away, and, and he had an interesting – Payton had an interesting take on that. He said that was a backup. That came in the game because of an injury that was, that the penalty was called on. And usually the referees give him a notice. Yep. And they didn't. So he was, he was angry. Uh, right. I didn't think they should have flagged him at the end. At the end of the first end, half? No, at the end of the half. At the end of the at game. At the end of the game. To end the game Ran on, that? on the field. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like it's not a bad penalty. Just like on the officials part. I wish they hadn't. I wish it hadn't ended that way. I think we all feel that way. But Breeze and Ryan. Not guys. those of us that had uh, Falcons at minus one and a half. Oh, nice. I thought the under felt like a lock, and mm-hmm. it came in way under. Um, can we still tell people to start these guys? Breeze had 20 fantasy points. Ryan had uh, eight with three interceptions. Breeze has the Jets next week. Yeah, Ryan's Jets at home, that's secondary. Breeze okay. is fine. Yeah. But Matt Ryan, I thought those two, two of the three interceptions were terrible throws. Uh, they were awful. Awful. Now, the one you could say that he thought they were going to get a holding call on Julio Jones, the first interception, but you can't make that throw. He said he didn't throw the ball high enough on the one in the end zone. Nope. And the one that bounced off Hooper's chest, that was uh, just unfortunate. Right. Yeah. That one shouldn't be on Ryan. But th- it's kind of a consistent theme with Ryan this year where he just hasn't been as on target as you'd think he'd be. A lot of passes yeah. go over his receivers' heads. In the case of these two interceptions, they were short. 
It's it's just it's weird. It's a dream scenario next week though. Tampa Bay on Monday, Monday night, night yep. and long week. And uh, Matt Ryan, he look, he had been 18 to 22 fantasy points and six point per passing touchdown leagues in six straight games until the last two. Minnesota, we understood. And this was disappointing. Eight fantasy points against He six, hasn't been above 22 this year. That's the problem. He? No, he's, he's been above 20 once. He hasn't been above 22 at all. And you need big games. Well, you don't need it, but you like big games. You don't get any from him. Mm-hmm. You really don't get any from Breeze. Or although, Julio. you don't get any from Julio either. It was setting up to be a pretty big game for Breeze if he. If he throws a touchdown there instead of an interception, yeah, yep. didn't you think he was gonna? Didn't you think they would have scored a touchdown and win the game? Yeah, or they could have had overtime if they kicked a field goal, and then we would have had more production from hopefully yeah. everybody. Devontae Freeman, Jamie gets twenty four carries, no catches. It's amazing. First off, oh, yeah. Ryan had uh, Tevin Coleman on a wheel route that he was wide open down the left sideline, and either he didn't see him, he had to step up in the pocket. He's under pressure, but that would have been a huge play for everybody involved. Uh, you know, the two guys involved, clearly. Um, but no catches to the running backs at all. At all. Uh, right. No, they're not that involved. They, they had a screenplay called up for Tevin Coleman, and there was holding on on the play on, on the Saints. So that was one that could have potentially had something there. But uh, just very, very frustrating. That might be the biggest difference in their offense this year. Yep. It's weird. They just don't throw to the running backs. But So uh, Freeman was started in 88% of leagues, and it's weird. He either gets 12 or fewer carries, and he scores single-digit fantasy points, or he gets 18 or more carries, and he has a huge game. Dan mm. Quinn said afterwards that that was their plan was to come in and try and run the ball as much as they possibly can to keep the Saints offense off the field, and it worked out perfectly from their standpoint. And they have the Bucks next week, who, as I will mention soon, have been terrible against lead running backs lately. I think four in a row have averaged five or more yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Julio, you can't complain. Five catches for ninety-eight yards, and well, you can. Good. You can. I don't know. Complain. Nine fantasy points in standard. I don't think people. I don't think people signed up for that when they got Julio. You can't complain about five for ninety. Well, you'll take it after what he gave you last week, but you certainly were expecting more. They, they they have some. I mean, look, I don't want to pile on Steve Sarkeesian. They had a play designed where Don Terry Poe was lined up at fullback. <laughs> yeah, and they this faked, is at the goal line. They faked the handoff, and the two guys that were in the route was Poe and uh, offensive, offensive lineman line. tackle eligible. Yep, that was it. Yeah, that was. That was I, I, didn't, play, I couldn't yeah. see who's on the on the back end of it, but Julio's not on the field. They have two tight ends that are clearly playmakers in the red zones. You know, Toilolo's a big target. You have the two running backs that catch the ball, and that's the play you call. It's like the play my kid would call in Matt. Right, yeah. It's so dumb. He just doesn't score touchdowns that often, Julio Jones. It's really weird. Uh, and he's got three this year. So, Dave, what do you think about Mohamed Sanu? 84% owned, 41% started. Six catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, this is as good as it's going to get from Sanu, but it doesn't happen very often. The matchup next week is obviously delightful for him, so people, I think, are going to trust him as a number three receiver. There are bad weeks with him. There are good weeks with him, and this was just one of those good weeks. What about Ted Ginn? You feel the same way? I'm I'm ready to, to let Ted Ginn go. What's strange? Last couple of weeks uh, just have not been good for him. With Kamara out, the targets really didn't get distributed to to anybody except Michael Thomas. I think, they, I think their plan was to just target Michael Thomas over and over again on those slants and out routes. He's now having a huge year. He's coming on strong lately. Yeah, I and, bet he uh, finishes strong. This was a season high in catches, yards, and targets for Thomas. Ten catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown on 14 targets. And I'm with you. They should use Ted Ginn a little more. I don't know why they don't. There must be something to it. Well, I mean, it's, it's all their secondary guys. I mean, Brandon Coleman's had some nice plays for them this year. Willie Snead has done nothing. You figure at some point he would have at least targets. I just feel like he's doghoused. Like there's something that he's done that they're not happy Maybe. with. He was out of shape. Reason. Could he, be that. He, he was. I heard that on the broadcast yesterday. He, but he's lost the weight and he's back in shape. But yeah, you think well, just at least, in shape. at least the, he's getting single coverage, you know, and, and Breeze with anybody in single coverage should be able to make some plays, getting included. So you would think that they would just distribute the targets to a few different people. All right. There you go. 2017 Atlanta and New Orleans. And that's it. That wraps up. That wraps up Thursday night football. All right. Do you expect this week Tyrod Taylor or Matthew Stafford? Yes, for both. Yes, to both. Really? They've been practicing. Taylor practiced on Thursday. Stafford again, Wednesday and Thursday. Friday will be a big day for them. But we're assuming that Stafford's going to play. There's no doubt about we're, it. We're assuming that both teams are going to list them both as questionable. And they're both going to play. Stafford hasn't missed a game since the 2010 season. So we'll preview the Detroit at Tampa Bay game and talk about Stafford. But we did the the Colts-Bills game yesterday, uh, which, by the way, I think tickets are going for $5. I saw an article about that on our website. 
Uh, what do you think about Tyrod Taylor? And now Calvin Benjamin's going to play. Let me read this email from Matt in Ohio. Dear Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Keith. <laughs> <laughs> we get that from time to time. It cracks me up. Uh, something I feel deserves podcast discussion. Do you think he did it on purpose? I don't think so. Uh, whoever brings this up might come off as a genius. Calvin Benjamin appears in line for his Sunday start. The, oh, this is actually a worthless email. I didn't even realize because I was I was not expecting Tyrod Taylor to play, but now you are. Um, the point of the email was that he's been really good with Nate Peterman. <laughs> Four targets, three catches, fifty-one yards on two drives. So forget it. it nice was job, a, Keith. It was a funny enough email to read because of Keith. But now that it's Tyrod Taylor and Kelvin Benjamin's going to play. Are either of those guys, the quarterback wide receiver here, starts against the Colts? Uh, not really. I mean, I think Tyrod's a number two QB in a two quarterback league, but you don't know how healthy he is. I mean, they said he was kind of limping around practice. Okay. So I don't know if anybody's ready to trust him in your fantasy playoff game. But it is a magnificent matchup. I think they'll just run all over the Colts. They could, but I just, I think it's magnificent. That Colts secondary is so bad. But it's just a matter of trusting Kelvin Benjamin in his first game coming off of a torn meniscus. Tyrod Taylor, after he was carted off last week, and Jamie just said he's gimping around. It's it's tough to go with them. But I think this might be – this this could be a week where if you're really in a pinch, you can trust Zay Jones. Yeah, I don't want to Over Jordan him. Matthews? No, I Jordan would... Matthews is on IR. Kelvin Benjamin. Over Kelvin Benjamin. Over Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, no, I, if Benjamin plays, I think that downgrades Jones, downgrades Thompson. I think if you're gonna, it, it, the the way the Bills will play this game is the way they played the Chiefs game two weeks ago, which is just get out of there with a win because they could get out of there with a win and keeps themselves in playoff. Take position. care of the football, yep. be conservative, yep. don't do anything silly. Green Bay's secondary has a lot of injuries, so a ton, a ton of injuries. Uh, so Josh Gordon is in my Fanduel lineup. He's pretty cheap. He should have a big game. Carolina center Ryan Khalil will play this week against the Vikings. Zach Ertz is going to play. Amari Cooper seems unlikely to play. So we don't really like Derek Carr, right? No. Bad, bad history. You know what his, his three games in Arrowhead have been? No. <laughs> 9.3 fantasy points is his average. Wow. Okay. What's his high? Uh, I think 15, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Peterson didn't practice. We'll preview that game. Doug Martin is out of the concussion protocol. You wanted to talk about Peyton Barber, Dave? Yeah, you want to do that now or you want to do it when we get to the game? Give me a tease, teaser. I think I know which running back they're going to go with this week. Who, I, who I, I, I am confident on who it will be. Barber? I'm not going to say. No, wait say. Till that, no, fine. Wait till fine. we get to that game. Well, they had a news report that says it's going to be Doug Martin. Is that is that who it is? You're just going to have to wait. <laughs> well, it's not just really. Just going to have to wait. Okay. Uh, Will Fuller has Thanks. a good chance to play. That does stink. Robbie Amstring, Robbie Anderson has a hamstring injury. That stinks. <laughs> I just called him Robbie Amstring. <laughs> Uh, Rashard Matthews practice in full. All right, as far as the Robbie Anderson thing, like you can't start McCown if Anderson doesn't play, right? Correct. Okay. I no. Downgrades him significantly. <sighs> Giants are hopeful that Sterling Shepard will play. Told you about Kelvin Benjamin. Cleveland hired GM John Dorsey. And do you expect following players? Amir Abdullah at Tampa Bay. Yes. Joe Mixon against the Bears. No. Chris that Hogan. Is, no. Chris Hogan at the Dolphins. Yes. Uh, interesting. All right, that makes th- that makes things interesting. And uh, look, I told you, I shaved last night. It's true, big news, great shave. Uh, I used the Harry's razor, and you want a clean, close, comfortable shave? Get yourself a Harry's razor and save five bucks on a shave set. They're really nice. Go to Harry's.com/fft. Harry's.com/fft for an amazing offer, great for the holidays. All right, this holiday, Harry's is offering a custom limited edition shaving set that really makes a perfect gift. They come with German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave, foaming shave gel that smells really, really good, special limited-edition winter chrome and emerald green handles, all right, so yeah, holiday-themed, and you can personalize it with engraving, and they come uh, in a really nicely designed box, so they look good. That's actually really cool. I mean, the presentation's very nice in these Harry sets. They start at just 10 bucks. But because you listen to this podcast and we're cool, we're going to give you five bucks off. So five dollars for five blade cartridges, the razor handle, the shave job, five bucks for all that stuff. And you can personalize it. What you need to do is go to harrys.com slash FFT. This offer is only available for the holidays. Give the gift of handsome. Get your holiday shopping done early and take advantage of free shipping. Limited edition, limited edition holiday shave set right now. Harrys.com slash FFT while supplies last. 
harrys.com slash FFT. Again, harrys.com slash FFT. All right, I want to give some stats before we get into the games. Stats are cool. Rams. All right, you know, I've been, I've been hard on you guys about your Carson Wentz ranking. A little bit low. Oh, it changed. It's changed. How come? Because Ertz is playing. Ertz got uh, cleared out of the protocol. All right. Uh, Wentz is now oh, in top five. So now, now I'm wondering if you're too high on Carson Wentz because he is fourth for Jamie, fifth for Dave, and fourth for Heath. So here's my stat. The Rams, they allow the fourth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Only two have scored 20 or more. Brian Hoyer and Dak Prescott pretty early in the season. And here are some good quarterbacks who have not scored 20 fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. Kirk Cousins, 13. No he's no good. Back, he was, he's good. He's no good. He's great. Terrible. He's very good. Russell Wilson, 12. Nah. <laughs> Case Keatum, 19. Now nah, he's not bad. Drew Brees, 15. Oh, overrated. So Carson Wentz, top five, because Zach Ertz is back, huh? I mean, that's his best player. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, good. Start yeah. Carson Wentz. Like 48 hours ago, we were talking about sitting the guy that brought you to the dance, but it was because of the matchup. But the matchup kind of changes a little bit when he's got his best pass catcher over the middle of the field. And is Ogletree playing? I don't know. Expected. I think they had been is. saying expected to play. Has he been practicing? I'm not sure. You can look that up. Uh, next stat. So the Ravens. Okay. Now we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger. You guys have a head of Carson Wentz. Love Big Ben this week. Yeah, and I do too, but I got a little bit nervous because the Ravens pass defense, I guess it, you know, doesn't, does not have Jimmy Smith. That's the whole thing. But when he threw the six touchdown passes against the Ravens, that was the year where they had a bad pass defense. They have a great pass defense so far this year. But you just think they've got, they have a rookie replacing Jimmy Smith. He's going to get targeted like crazy. I think they're going to play sides. I don't think they're going to try and put Brandon Carr and Antonio Brown and Marlon Humphrey on Martavis Bryant. Ogletree did not practice on Thursday. Neither did LaMarcus Joyner. Neither did LaMarcus Joyner. So that's two stars. And Mark Barron, but it's not injury-related. He should be fine. And Connor Barwin. Yeah, he's one of their better pass rushers. Right? So Wentz and Ben are no-brainers this week? I think so. All right. Let's go Big Ben uh, against Dave in that Let's go Big Ben league. or let's go Big Ben. Yeah, okay. That works for me. Uh, Danny Amendola. All right, this stat sucks now because <laughs> Chris Hogan's going to play. I thought for sure if Hogan were out and Gronk were out, Amendola would get more than five targets. He's had 10, 10, 7, and 12 fantasy points in games with more than five targets. He still year. might. He still could. All right. It's hard to trust him, though. Yeah. Uh, Martavis Bryant or Danny Amendola? Bryant. Bryant. Uh, Better question Drew- is Bryant or Hogan? Or Amendola or Hogan? Oh, Hogan. Rank all three. It's a rank off. I'll take, in standard, I'll take Bryant, Hogan, Amendola. In PPR, I'll go Hogan, Bryant, Amendola. I've got Hogan, Brian, Amendola. Regardless See, you're of usually kind of cautious putting guys back in after lengthy absences. It's a Patriot. Okay. It's also shoulder. It's not a lower body injury. Like a well, I have him as a number three receiver. It's not like I have him as a must-start guy. Okay. One more cool stat. The Cowboys have allowed 17 touchdowns to opposing wide receivers, the most in the NFL. Mm. That'll be the last game we preview today. So if you want to talk about Sterling Shepard, if he plays... Compare him to the three wide receivers we just talked about, two Patriots and Martavis Bryant. He's ahead of the pack. Mm-hmm. All right. Sterling Shepard, start him. Are there any weather concerns? I week? haven't checked. Well, Miami's supposed to be cold. Yeah. Actually, a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like a touch cold. Like yeah. 65 degrees. Yeah. Which is. I mean, you got to bundle up. Last night, my mom said, oh, it's going to be in the 60s this weekend. I was like, mom, I'm going to be in New York. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the 30s. Don't complain. Uh, great story, everybody. All right. So, um. We'll talk, well, if there are weather concerns, check out the mailbag. And oh my goodness, we're getting so many emails lately. And it's great. And I appreciate it. And I'm very sorry that we don't get to more on the show. But that's why we have the mailbag show. We'll probably read at least 30 to 40 emails and tweets. And I will also respond to some. So fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. If we don't respond, look, it's not personal. We get so many. And, and like I said, we're grateful for that. But, you know, just. Except for you know. Frank in Boston. Hey, cool it with the name calling, Frank. <laughs> That's sure. not a real thing, is it? You're just going to have to wait till we talk about the Bucks and the Lions. Ah, okay. Um, yesterday I made an incredible guess about something. Mm-hmm. And we want to see if anybody else can guess what I guessed. Dave IM'd me. We're in the office sitting in different locations. And he, you said, what, guess which album I'm listening to yes. right now? And here's the, here's the information I am armed with. All I know is that Dave likes 90s rock. We both love 90s rock. So, and I know he likes, you know, runs the gamut. Anything 90s rock. I like a lot more than just 90s rock, I have to tell you. 
Okay, don't don't, but don't pigeonhole. I'm not pigeonhole, but I know you love one it, and I do too. Decade so of one genre. That's where my mind went. So I said, "You're listening to what's the story, Morning Glory by Oasis," and you said no. So I made one more guess, and I got it right. I named the album you were listening to, not and, just the band, the album, and we were Impressive. stunned. Like, and it was probably the greatest thing I've done. I'm all literally year. looking. I'm like <laughs> turning around, looking all over behind me in the office to see if you could see my computer screens. I have two monitors on my desk, and they're huge. So I was wondering, like, if you could somehow see I that I was listening. I wasn't even, you, you weren't. Yeah. You were in an office in the other side. I nailed it. And then I listened to the album. I started rocking. But if anybody can guess what album Dave was listening to, ooh, what is the prize? I will call them and help them with their fantasy lineup. Okay, great. And How's you that? have until Sunday, I guess. Tweet me. And it's the first person to guess. Tweet us. Okay, sure. Tweet us at Dave Richard, at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R. But it's you can, contingent you can leave because Jamie off of I'd, it. I'd like to yeah, give please Jamie do. a chance to guess. Would oh, you like would to you take like a to guess? guess on what album I was listening to? No. Yeah, I, he's not going to know. I, that's the other game I think we should play. Do you think he... Do you think he even knows the name of the album of no, the band? No, definitely not. Really? He, he knows the band, so? but not the album. I, I, he 100% knows the band. And uh, I'll write it down and see. Okay. Okay. So um, let's beat the waiver wire, guys. For next week, for week four, 15. Wow, week 15. DSTs. If anybody drops Baltimore, you pick them up. They're at Cleveland. But don't drop Baltimore. Uh, Detroit against the Bears on Thursday. Arizona at Washington. And honestly, Arizona stinks when they go to the East Coast. So I'm not yeah, sure I, I like I that, that one. one. I might like Washington against Arizona. I don't know. Uh, Miami at Buffalo. Now Tyrod Taylor's back. It's lost its shine. Yeah. Tennessee at San Francisco. I don't know if that's so good anymore. Yeah, I good watched point. Jimmy Garoppolo's All-22 yesterday. Impressed? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Philadelphia he at the Giants. He learned a lot in New England. So, so if, if anybody drops the Eagles or the Ravens, you pick them up because they have good matchups next week. Colts. But that's not going to happen. Colts of who? Broncos on Thursday night. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Colts. I like the Lions better against the Bears by you. Yeah, it's not big. Not Both bad. are Thursday. Yeah. So maybe those are the two to target. It feels like it's not a great week to stream DSTs. Yeah, maybe you don't have to stash one. But if you're desperate, you got the Lions and the and the Colts to think about. Uh, I think Aaron Jones is worth picking up. Because if he – he's got Carolina. It's a tough matchup next week. But right. before last week, it seemed like he was maybe the future at running back for them. Like he seemed to be a much better player than Jamal Williams. And Williams had a good game. But who knows what they're going to do. Aaron Jones, I think, is worth a roster spot. I really think it's a more challenging situation in keeper leagues. Like who's the better one next year? I, I, this week might tell us, but Jones was, was playing pretty well. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones at Washington. Jason Witten at Oakland. And then if you need a quarterback for Week 15, we got Joe Flacco at Cleveland. Blake Bortles against Houston. Who would you prefer, Flacco or Bortles? If Flacco plays well again this week, then I would I would take a shot on him. Tyrod Taylor against Miami. Josh McCown at New Orleans. Jimmy Garoppolo against Tennessee. And that might be the one. <clears throat> Garoppolo. I, I really, he, oh, I love McCown, though, because the Saints had three injuries on defense. Yeah, all right, so are those guys going to be healthy? days to get healthy, though. Yeah, they might. Yeah, but right. I don't mind McCown anyway. The way he's playing. Well, what about Robbie Anderson playing? Not playing. That's a whole other. There, there are good problem. options here: Flacco, Bortles, Tyrod Taylor, McCown, Garoppolo, and then Jameis. Jameis Winston's kind of a, a long shot. You also get that guy Aaron Rodgers back too. You do get him. So I don't know that you need to stash a quarterback. There are some good ones out there. I didn't pick a Bonanza yet. I'll have to do that during the show. Did I get it right last week? No. Oh, you didn't. You don't think so? No. Aguilar had a big game. Baldwin had a good game. <laughs> yeah, good games don't count. He had ninety. He had eighty-eight yards or something. Yeah. How did Carson Wentz do? Bad. Wilson How did was the good. running Wilson backs was do? Really good. Though. How did all I knew the running, the running backs, backs weren't going to do well. Then you but can't Jimmy Graham it. scored. That's it. Zachers got hurt. All right, yeah, I lose. Yeah. I lose. Do it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It is so time stale, to bean though. boozle. Stale, stale jelly beans. Stale jelly beans. Are you kidding? They're not stale. This isn't bread. All right, let's do it. All right, take a get Should we get a full one though? I can go get a full one. I think a full one would be better. Or take the three that were sitting over there too. No, okay, I don't want He's not gonna three have jelly random beans jelly beans that are sitting out. Those might not be jelly beans. It could be rat poop. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, here we go. So Take just, another thing. Oh, all right. I don't know how to do this. What's I mean, this is, kind of, this is kind of cheap because you're, get, you're missing flavors. All right, get a, get a big one. Uh, if, then I got to get up. All right, fine, fine. Here we go. Oh, God. Spinning the wheel. What did I land on? You landed on... Be honest. Booger. <laughs> all right. It's so, that green one with the freckles. So it's either, 
<laughs> See the juicy pear booger? I'm gonna spit it out of his booger. No, okay. no, 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 no. You, it's not like I can control it. <laughs> you have to eat Wait, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's videotape. <laughs> this sucks. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna talk about Baltimore Pittsburgh in just a second. Nobody cares about Baltimore Pittsburgh. Oh, please be a juicy pear. I love pears. Pears are delicious. Ready? Juicy pear or booger? It's so disgusting. It's a booger! It's a booger! It's no, don't so spit disgusting. it out. You're like my kids. I can't do it. Ew. Alright, you have to keep it in your hand the whole show. You can't leave a, a, oh. a chewed up jelly bean out in the open. Oh my god. How did you deal with that? That He's a man. So gross. He's a man. Oh, I hated that. I hated everything about that. <laughs> I'm glad we're done with that game. All that right. Game <laughs> Baltimore is at. Oh. <laughs> I'm tweeting that out. <laughs> no, wait till I think I tweet it out when Adam tweets out the podcast. I'm like legitimately disgusted right now. <laughs> Do we need to take a break? No, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I have a great idea. Hold on, if you need it. I will let you do this. Go to the bathroom. Take care of what you need to take care of. No, he's got to do the rest of the Jamie and I will hold down. We had to do this multiple times. I know. I'm bad at stuff like this. I I have no tolerance for bad taste. All right. Stat of the game for Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Dude, I was going to mess with this computer. In their last five games, the Steelers have allowed seven wide receivers to score 11 or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues and eight to Golden Tate. And they've allowed 11 pass plays of more than 30 yards in their last five games. And that doesn't even include the A.J. Green's long touchdown pass that was called back. So I'm looking at Mike Wallace here, who's been coming on strong. He's 52% owned. How do you guys feel about Mike Wallace this week? I think you take the chance on him, given how many big plays the Steelers have allowed. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> struggling. six deep touchdowns, 15 yards or more in touchdowns. their last wow. four. That's just touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, look, we talked about this on the on the waiver wire, that he's been playing very well. He's got a good track record against them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, two of the last three games that he's faced them, he scored. Uh, I I just think there's a lot of upside here. The the downside could be no Jeremy Macklin, so he gets a lot of attention because I don't think they'll respect Brashad Perryman or Chris Moore or whoever else they throw on the opposite side of him. But you've seen enough of this Steelers secondary, the numbers you just gave out, that there's a lot to like. I got a tough decision because now that Matthew Stafford's back in one league where I'm chasing points because of Julio Jones and um, Mark Ingram, luckily it's not as big a points as it could have. But uh, I got to make a choice at a flex spot between Mike Wallace or Marvin Jones. Right now I'm leading Marvin Jones because of Stafford being back in the matchup, but matchup's very, very good for, for Wallace here. Okay, so Wallace is a good option here. Um, Flacco, no. You guys don't. I mean, I don't want to trust him. the last two quarterbacks against Pittsburgh. Brett Hundley, twenty-seven fantasy yep. points. Dalton, twenty-two. But yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna trust it's Road Flacco. Uh, the Baltimore it's running back. So I mean, Alex Collins. Maybe he was facing a tough matchup. But are you guys thinking without Ryan Shazier, it's it's yeah. Good I mean, Geo ran right through them. Yeah, he did. Are you concerned about the score that they fall behind? I think they're gonna keep it close. I don't. You think Roethlisberger's gonna have a huge game? They're gonna keep it close. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll run on them. I think that, you know, Flacco hit Walls for a big play. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a 20-point a, a game going into the fourth quarter. It could end up that way. Hey, last year was the game of the year, right? The one in Pittsburgh? Awesome. Yeah. Christmas? Yep. Uh, Deion Lewis or Alex Collins? Collins. Uh, Alex Collins or Giovanni Bernard? Collins. Okay. I could change the tune on that. Uh, currently, I haven't ranked Lewis, Collins, Geo. And Geo might leapfrog them all if for sure Joe Mixon is out. Oh, he's not playing. Like, for yeah, let's, sure. For the, for the sake yet. of this show, we're going to just assume. Every time I ask Geo, let's assume he's Mixon's right, out. Then Geo's going to be a lot higher in my rankings. Higher than Collins, so though? Yeah. Yeah, not for me. Uh, PPR, yes, but Collins has just been great. And they're running the ball very well. And no Shazier. It's, it sets up for a big, big game for Alex Collins. What about Woodhead? You know, Jamie, you talked about this being maybe a game for Woodhead. It's just you can't trust him. You know, yeah. that's just the problem. It wouldn't surprise me if he plays well, but. Like Mike Wallace is definitely a better flex than David. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, like I don't even think Woodhead's good for daily. All right, that's uh, that's it for the Ravens. I'm not going to start a tight end. Ben Roethlisberger is third for Dave and Jamie, seventh for Heath. If you look at the rankings, I think Heath doesn't quite expect as much from the Steelers, but he still likes them. Start Le'Veon Bell. Start Antonio Brown. And then yeah, Martavis Bryant. We've already talked about him. Martavis or or Alex Collins. 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 Martavis or Rex Burkhead? Burkhead. Rex. Burkhead or Collins, by the way? Rex. Collins. Easy. 
Colin's easy. I don't think it's easy. Yeah. Not PPR. Standard, it's easy. All right. Um, yeah, in PPR, you actually have Burkhead one spot ahead of Collins, mm-hmm. but not in not in standard. Uh, Burkhead's going to be pretty interesting this week. Looking forward to previewing that game. That's, I mean, the, the DSTs, you don't want the Ravens, right? No. You'd prefer to keep them benched. Mike Mitchell is expected to play for the Steelers. Good Perfect. safety there, but they don't have Shazier. That's a big deal. And you guys have the Steelers ninth and 10th. Heath has them second. Uh, should we do more Martavis? I don't think so. Why, why waste time? I've got he's, him as a high three. Yeah, he's number two for me. He, he scored the last time that, uh, Juju was out, which was two games ago, primetime home game against the Packers. Yeah, yeah. And the last time Jimmy Smith was out when he played them in 2014, he had three catches, 44 yards, two touchdowns. So I mean, the, he has had four catches for 40 yards in two straight games, one touchdown. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little disappointing, but Smith Schuster missed only one of it's, those. It's, it's touchdown or bust for him. So if he doesn't score, you're not going to get a huge game, but I, I just think the way that they should be able to play the way that he typically plays at home in terms of Roethlisberger, the way that he plays at home in primetime games. This should be a game where they're able to take advantage of the matchup. If Jimmy Smith was playing, it's a different story. Okay. But you take away their best corner, it just changes things for them. They didn't yeah. have Eric Weddle at the time. Pass rush was not as good. This is a good pass rush that they have right now. So got to hope the Steelers off of his line holds up. Now, if you're looking for more info on Ben Roethlisberger and why Dave and Jamie like him so much, please refer back to earlier in the show when we did the stats segment, I don't know, 15 minutes or so in. And that's the same with Carson Wentz, who we won't spend too much time on when we look at Philadelphia at Los Angeles. First, though, check out this email from Kevin, one of the best emails we've gotten all year. I bought a suit. I'm not making any of this up. I bought a suit for my upcoming wedding using the Indochino Black Friday sale you guys advertised, and it's awesome. It just came in on Friday, and I love it. It fits super well, and my fiancé thinks it looks great. Thanks for the tip, the promo codes, and the plugs you've been giving. And, yeah, emails like that warm my heart, so thank you, Kevin. For uh, for letting us know how much you liked your Indochino suit, and everybody's gonna like their Indochino suit. Three hundred and fifty nine dollars. I was thinking about this. Like, how much are you gonna pay for a suit at a store? You can't get a good suit for like even a respectable suit for less than what, like two fifty. Then you got to go get a tailored. You're way way over three hundred bucks. And if you want any good suit, any made to measure suit, it's usually eight hundred bucks or more. But with Indochino, if you go to Indochino.com, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, and you enter FFT at checkout, $359. An amazing deal. You don't have to get a tailored because it's going to fit you perfectly. You just submit your measurements. 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit for $359. Indochino.com. You have to use that promo code FFT, and the suits look great. The fabrics are beautiful. You customize every detail. You get your monogram on there. I want a monogram on everything. I'm into monograms. They're They're great. They're wonderful. So, look, take advantage of this. Indochino.com, FFT at checkout, 359 free shipping. You're just, you're going to absolutely love it, just like our emailer, Kevin. All right, moving on to Philadelphia and the Los Angeles Rams. Stat of the game, the Eagles in weeks three and four. Okay, go all the way back to weeks three and four. They were terrible against the pass. They gave up 565 yards and four touchdowns to wide receivers in those two games. Massive numbers. Aside from those two games, only one wide receiver all season has scored double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against the Eagles. That was Demarius Thomas, who had 13 fantasy points. I believe their secondary was in terrible shape for those games. It absolutely was. They were definitely without Ronald Darby. and I think they were without three of their top five They were real thin there, and now they're not. So Sammy Watkins surprised us with a touchdown. By the way, what's Robert Woods' status? Not playing. Not playing. Sammy Watkins surprises, Watkins surprised us with a, a touchdown last week. Cooper Cup's been solid. Watkins scored in four of his last five games. Trust him. Number three receiver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Martavis or a Rams guy? Martavis. Martavis. Would you, which Rams guy, by the way? Watkins. Yep. Cut PPR. Cut PPR. All right. Um, sticking with the Rams. Jared Goff this week. He's been playing pretty well. Last six games. 20, 36, 32. Nine at Minnesota, 24 and 18 fantasy points. Good matchups, though. This is not as good of a matchup, not even close. Um, starter sit Jared Goff. Different Eagles defense, but McVay faced him twice last year as the Hopkins coordinator for the Redskins. So he knows what he's dealing with, at least from the personnel standpoint. How'd Cousins do in those games? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't imagine that he did poorly because the Eagles defense wasn't as good as it was this year. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to look up, but starter sit Goff. I like how he's been playing. And I like, I really love Sean McVay and how creative he's been with the offense. 
those are things to like. The matchup is something not to like, but I do believe that the Rams are going to have to throw uh, quite a bit in this one. And so I've got him ranked as a top 12 quarterback. I don't know that in those last six games that I just mentioned that he's had a good game against a, a good matchup. I mean, you could look at this, uh, uh, yeah, a tough matchup. Tough Sorry, matchup. It's a tough matchup. So you could against- look at the Saints, who have been pretty tough against quarterbacks, but they were beat up in that game, and he had 24 points. 263, 2 and 1 in one matchup. Mm-hmm. For 20 fantasy points? Cousins we're talking about. This is Cousins last Eagles. year against Philly. Last and year. 234, 2-1 and one, uh, for 19 fantasy points. So modest numbers. Good, modest. In, in the second Golf game, could get those. In the second game at Philly, he only threw 21 times. So he still got you two touchdowns in the 21 attempts. All right. So Jared Goff or Jameis Winston? Jameis. Yeah, I'm on board with Jameis. It, right. took, it took me a little longer to come around on it, but I really... If he wasn't playing Detroit, I'd probably say Goff. Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford? Stafford. I've got Goff. I think what's really interesting is that you guys have Goff and Prescott back-to-back. Jamie, well, Jamie, 9, 10, 11 is Stafford, Prescott, Goff. And for Dave, 9, 10, 11 is Goff, Prescott, and then Drew Brees, who scored 20. That might be right where They'll Goff, all be in Goff is. Yeah. Yeah, they'll all be in that range. Okay, Todd Gurley is in my FanDuel lineup. It's not a great matchup, but it doesn't really matter for him. He's much better in PPR. Uh, so start Todd Gurley. No, no running back has scored more than 11 fantasy points in standard against the Eagles since week two. I don't know that he will, but he will in PPR. Um, and we just talked about the Rams wide receivers. So how about the Eagles? Carson Wentz. Again, if you want to hear more about why the guys like Carson Wentz, he's top five this week. Uh, rewind. And about, I don't know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes in or something, we did the stats segment. Uh, just who were the quarterbacks you would start over Carson Wentz other than Tom Brady? Uh, Rivers. Rivers. Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's it for me. I've got Alex Smith ahead of him. Okay. So it's two or three other. It's Brady plus two or three others. Uh, the running backs, Dave. How do you feel about the running backs for the Ram- Eagles? Well, for the Rams, Regals. I like them a lot. <laughs> for the Eagles. For the Eagles? Yeah. I'm not convinced that LeGarrette Blunt has – Totally fallen out of favor just because his last carry last week came in the middle-ish of the third quarter. The Eagles were down by two scores in that game. I think they made a conscious decision to go with guys that were a little more uh, versatile and took work away from LeGarrette Blunt. I kind of like him. I think he's got a chance to be anywhere from five to nine fantasy points if you're desperate for a running back. I like him better than Ajayi. And that's not saying much if you're only expecting five to nine fantasy points. If nine is the ceiling, it's, I like him in terms of possible workload. I don't like him in terms of starting him with confidence in fantasy football. This is the team. It's unfortunate because this is the team that gives up the most fantasy points to running backs. The Rams do not have a good run defense, but it's, if the games play out like they had before, you're talking like around 10 carries for both guys, right? And that's just, it's just, and who's more likely to score at the goal line? Blunt. Clement. Clement, yeah. Wentz, somebody. Um, Philadelphia wide receivers, guys. The Rams have been very good against wide receivers. They allowed the six fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So, Alshon Jeffrey, how are you feeling? I think he is a very good number two wide receiver. Yep. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, how are you feeling? I think he's a very good number three wide receiver. I'm thinking about starting Marvin Jones over, over Je- uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, I would too. I mean, it's a no-brainer if Stafford, if I'm not concerned about Stafford, like, re-injuring his hand and leaving the game. I mean, anything's possible, but if the Lions are comfortable having him play, then you've got to believe that his hand is okay. And they're not going to put him out there with a mangled hand. It's the same conversation we've had all week long. We don't know what Jake Ruddick will do. He may have looked good in the preseason. He may not have the best pedigree. There there are two sides to the, the argument about what you expect from him. But he could come in in the middle of a game. And just takes one or two passes for him to make those receivers successful. Looking at wide receivers against the Rams in their last five games, they've actually struggled against good ones. I mean, uh, Tavares King at nine fantasy points, Sterling Shepard at seven. That wasn't bad. But DeAndre Hopkins at 11, and Bruce Ellington at 10. Adam Thielen had 18. Um, they did well against Michael Thomas. He only had five fantasy points. Larry that's Fitch- also a byproduct of that offense. Larry Fitzgerald had 15 fantasy points. So maybe it was really the slot guys that did better. And Jermaine uh. Johnson's banged up. Keep that in mind. Okay. Um, Aguilar, Martavis. 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 Aguilar. Let me give you some running backs to compare Aguilar to. Aguilar or... Ag- you know, you talk about your uh, Amendola five targets. Aguilar, I believe it's six games on the season with at least five targets, and five of them double digits in fantasy points. But touch- always touchdowns. Like, Amendola sure. gets yards. Aguilar But again, I mean, that's zone. just the number. Except for last week. 
He scored. And, and he had, had yards. yards. So he had a, career, a season high in targets. Maybe career. Uh, okay, so Aguilar or Samaje Pirine? Pirine. Pirine. Frank Gore. Gore. Gore standard. P, uh, Aguilar PPR. I'll All take right. Gore on either one. Start Zach Ertz. And what do you think about the DSTs this week? Avoid them. Avoid if you can. Rams are the highest scoring offense in the NFL. Look what I found on uh, my printout. I drew a dog. <laughs> Dave drew something on my uh, on my notes. Thank you, There's Dave. A dog printing <laughs> it out for me. Uh, it's a Hanukkah gift. Detroit is at Tampa Bay. Detroit at Tampa Bay. Stat of the game: Lead running backs have averaged more than five yards per carry in three straight games against the Bucks. Uh, they are not good. So. <laughs> Is there any Detroit running back you could start? Would you start a Detroit running back over an Eagles running back? No, I, I think the Detroit backfield could be messy, and I think the Eagles backfield will be messy just because you don't know which guy will be the best of that group. So the Detroit one, if Amir Abdullah plays, they still could give Teon Green carries because he ran well last week, and you know Riddick will still be involved. So, All right, I, let, Let's say if Amir Abdullah plays, then we avoid them. But what if he's out? Then I think Teon Green in standard leagues has some flex appeal, and Riddick in PPR has some flex appeal. They did a good job last week against a much tougher matchup. The yeah, the the Lions running backs, yeah. yeah. And the good pass catching running backs have done very well. Tariq Cohen, eight catches, fifty five yards. Dalvin Cook, seventy two yards. James White, fifty seven. LaShawn McCoy, five for thirty one. Christian McCaffrey, five catches, forty nine yards. Kamara, eighty four yards at a touchdown. So if if Abdullah is out and Riddick catches some passes, what did he have uh, last week? Theo Riddick, uh, he had five for forty one. I actually. Starting to talk myself into Theo Riddick and PPR being pretty good if Abdullah's out. Because yeah. two, two reasons. One, lead running backs have averaged more than five yards per carry in three straight games against the Bucks, like I said. And two, they are awful against good pass catching running backs. They just, the Lions running backs tend to defy matchups. Like when you think they're going to struggle, like last week, they play well. When you think they're going to play well, they struggle. There's also an offensive line. There's two offensive line issues in Detroit. Yeah. Lang Wagner and, and, and Wagner are both banged up. And I think the center is coming back, Swanson. Uh, okay. He's a hungry man. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the best running back in this game if Abdul is out? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. Because no one can say with any certainty what the Bucks are going to do. Dirk Cutter was real testy about what his his, his plans were. He wasn't going to tell the media what he was going to do. His coordinator wasn't, though. His offensive coordinator kind of said sent mixed messages, if you ask me. Well, I don't know. It sounded pretty clear. Go ahead. What did he say? Uh, remains to be seen until he's clear from the protocol in terms of Doug Martin, but it's a good problem to have. I mean, Doug's a good football player, and Peyton had a good week last week. But I think we also blocked well last week and schemed it up well last week. And those, all those things were a part of Barber's success. I know what Doug brings, but it's hard to say. I just didn't. It just didn't work out that way where Doug was out there. But the last few weeks, I thought we've done a better job of getting pushed, creating some things. Sounds I'm not, like he, I'm not hearing anything in favor yeah, of anyone there. That wrong. Maybe I read that wrong. I think it's going to be Peyton Barber because he gets more yards after contact than Doug Martin. He's a downhill runner. He's not explosive, but that offensive line is terrible. It is terrible for Tampa Bay, and the Lions probably think they can stop the run. I don't think they can. It's a great matchup. Uh, uh, bottom line, I am not willing to trust my fantasy postseason to either guy because I don't know what's going to happen. But what if you have to? If you, ha if you like, have if to, you've got, I'm sorry. I, I mean – Peyton Barber or C.J. Anderson? Barber. Barber. Okay. Peyton Barber or Kareem Hunt? Hunt. I know. Hunt's been so bad, though. So bad. Even with great matchups. So bad. Like, like I don't I'm know. I'm tempted to go with One Peyton of these guys Barber. is probably going to have a good game, but and, I don't know who it's going to be. And the Lions, just they've allowed gobs of numbers to running backs, and I think Barber's, even if he's splitting with Doug Martin in the game and it's 50-50, can't help but think that he would be the one at the goal line, not Doug Martin. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, is, is, where do you have Peyton Barber ranked? He's a top 24 running back for me this week. Is he top 20? No. He's I've got Forte, Gore, P. Ryan, yeah, Drake, I, I, all I, those guys. I started him over Forte. I, I, I can get on board with Gore, but the Jets running back situation is just as murky. All right, so Jameis Winston or Matthew Stafford? Who do you like better in this game? I like Winston better. You like Winston better. He's healthier. All right. It's so weird. Like the Bucks, looking at Stafford, the Bucks have a bad pass defense, but they're not giving up big production to quarterbacks. Seven straight games, the most the quarterback has scored is 22 fantasy points, which really isn't great. 
Uh, Cam Newton scored 14. Matt Ryan scored 18 in that stretch. Um, but Stafford's been playing well. All right, you got, bottom line is you guys, like, both of these guys, I forgot, around the same range as Jared Goff. Uh, I like both better than Goff. You do, but I don't think Dave does. I have, like, Winston, Goff, Stafford. Winston, Goff, Stafford. So, the wide receivers? Who's the best wide receiver in this game? This is an interesting game, by the way. It's an interesting question that you pose because the knee-jerk reaction is Mike Evans. Yeah, not for me. I don't it know. I think I'd go me. Jones. It still is for me. If Stafford was 100%, I would agree with you that it would be Jones. But the fact that he's not 100%, I'll take Evans. But it's close. Yeah. It is close. Is Mike Evans, are you confident in him this week? Um, Who are you comparing him to? Like if it's Mike Evans or Sterling Shepard. Evans? R- what are you going to do? Yeah, it's going to be Evans. Two straight games. Detroit's allowed 89 yards or more to a wide receiver. Adam Thielen and Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. And they're changing around corners and safeties. Yep. There, there there's going to be guys out of position. It's and I I don't think Darius Slay is good enough to shut down Mike Evans. No Deshaun Jackson, right? No. Uh number 3 receiver. So, we're going to just say that Evans and Marvin Jones are both good starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said you'd take Evans over Sterling Shepard, you take Marvin Jones over Sterling yeah. Shepard. Yep. Cuz you know, Shepard does have a hamstring injury. You can't overlook that. And then finally, Golden Tate. You know, Golden Tate's been a little frustrating. And Tampa Bay, when they've been at home, they've actually been pretty solid at home. Um, seven points against the Bears, to the Bears. 23 to the Giants. That was a lot. 19 to New England. That's not bad. 17 to Carolina. 10 to the Jets. So they've been good at home, and they've been good against number two wide receivers at home. So starter sit Golden Tate, who I, right now I have to consider their number two wide receiver. I, I mean, agree. That's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, Jones is better than him. Yeah. Uh, I think with Stafford back, he certainly gets an upgrade, so. He's uh more of a number three in standard, but still number two in PPR. He could give you exactly what he got you last week, which is eight catches, seventy four yards, or would, something about where something yeah, there about uh eight for sixty nine. Eight sixty nine on ten targets. Would you I gave him five more yards, I'm being nice. That's very nice of you. Would Thank you start Golden Tate or a, any running back in this game? PPR uh, it's Tate for sure. Yep. Standard league, I'll take Barber. I'll take the chance on Barber Ooh, out of wow. Golden Tate. Ooh, okay. You made a face at him. I mean, that's such a risk. It's your playoffs. Like, what if Barber gets four carries? It's possible. Yeah. I just l- – listen, it's it's a hunch play for me. I don't have inside information. Don't have a little birdie in Tampa Bay. Okay. Oh, you know what? I might. Call him up. Call I, him up. Send I, I, a Ravens. I still might. <laughs> Detroit has allowed four touchdowns to tight ends in their last three games. Cameron Braid is 75% owned. He is sixth for Jamie and Dave in standard. He is sixth for Jamie and ninth in PPR and ninth for Dave in PPR. And Heath has Cameron Brait ninth in both formats. Would you start Cameron Brait or Kyle Rudolph? Uh, Brait. Would you start Cameron Brait or Steven Anderson? Brait. Brait. Brait is great. Would you like to talk about Minnesota and Carolina? Brait. Yeah. Minnesota is at Carolina. Did you know that? Here we go. Stat of the game. The Vikings allow the sixth fewest receiving yards per game to running backs. To running backs. And only one receiving touchdown. This is something we talked about on Wednesday's show, but it's been a little while. So starter sit Christian McCaffrey this week, guys. Sit him if you can. It's hard to. PPR. But, uh, I mean, he's got, I think, three straight games with 11 touches or fewer. Yep. And he's touchdown dependent. And the Vikings have allowed four touchdowns to running backs on the season. Latavius Murray or Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey. Not, not good matchups. For me, it's McCaffrey. Uh, I still take McCaffrey. Although Murray's been very good. That's I a mean, thing. Four straight games with at least nine fantasy points in the standard league. How many of them with touchdowns? Uh, three. And I think that's what you need. I think he would have gotten a touchdown last week, but it was so unfortunate. He, he has big a run. big yeah. run, comes off the field, and then McKinnon mm-hmm. gets and goal line work. And game last week too, which was nice. Three catches last week. I'm, yeah, I'm not starting McKinnon in the league that I share with Heath because we have Alex Collins and we have Giovanni Bernard and I think maybe even one and McCoy, so we don't have to start McKinnon. But are you guys like afraid to start McKinnon? I mean, look, he scored last week. If he doesn't score, it's a little. I'm sorry, Murray. Jeez, Murray. I'm not afraid to start Murray, but I am starting those other guys, McCoy, Collins, and well, Gio yeah. over him, of course. But are you afraid to start Latavius Murray? I would prefer not to. I, I still think you look at the uh, Panthers' run defense with Luke Kuechly is very good. You know, last week they got beat up by the Saints, but everybody for the most part gets beat up by the Saints. So, um, only three running backs have scored double digit in standard against the Panthers, but it's been in their last three games. Both Saints guys and Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we don't love the running backs in this game. That's the bottom line. How do we feel about the quarterbacks in this game? Keenum or Cam? Keenum. 
Keenum. It's basically like anyone over Keenum. But I don't, right? I don't like either of them. If, if these were my two choices, I'd, I'd be looking on the waiver wire to see if I can get Dalton, McCown. I get why you don't like Cam, but why don't you like Case Keenum? I just think the matchup's difficult. They're why? on the road a second week in a row. Why is the matchup difficult? For Keenum? Yeah. Because I think Carolina's secondary is okay. Didn't look so good against the Jets two weeks ago. Or the Saints last week. Well, Breeze scored 16 points. Like, I looked at every good quarterback that's faced Carolina. I, Breeze, 26. Brady, 24. Stafford, 19. Wentz, 26. Winston, 3. Ryan, 22. McCown, 30. Breeze, 16. Yeah, it's not a very good pass defense at all. They've, they've faced a lot of, they faced really tough quarterbacks this year. Most of them have scored 19 or more fantasy points. I think that's where Keenum will be. And Keenum is good every week now. Yeah, like, it doesn't been... matter what the match is. Where'd you is. put Keenum yeah. in your rankings? Uh, 13. I mean, I think I've got him 14th, 15th. Alright, Keenum is one spot behind Wilson, two behind Goff for Jamie. Keenum is low for you, Dave, actually. 18th. 18th he's got? Yeah, behind Stafford, behind Carr, behind Garoppolo. So you are down on Keenum. Yeah. Well, he was not in my top 12, so pretty much anybody who's not in my top 12. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a good week for quarterbacks. Dak right? Prescott or Keenum? Dak. Prescott. Alright, McCown or Keenum? McCown, assuming he's got Robbie. Robbie uh, Hamstrom. I'll take Keenum either way. All right. Start Adam Thielen, obviously. Sit Devin Funches, right? Mm-hmm. Try to. So you're going to start Martavis Bryant over Funches? Easy. You're going to start Deshaun Jackson over Funches? Dave has Jackson one spot ahead, by the way. They're the same type of guy for me this week. Xavier Rhodes is going to destroy Devin Funches. Chris Hogan or Funches? Hogan. Hogan. Is Funches good enough to, to draw Rhodes? That's the only— Who else do they have? Well, it's just maybe he stays on a side. No, Sometimes that happens. Follow. Funches has been great. He has been. I just don't know if he gets that respect. Let's yes. put it this way. If they come into the game playing sides and Funches scores on Terrence Newman, Mackenzie Alexander, whoever. Trey Waynes. They'll it? make the Trey Waynes. They'll make the change and put <laughs> well, Rhodes on. At him. that point, though, his fantasy production will be yeah, good. Be good they, of course he's going to follow Funches. All right. So, Thielen. What if Stefan Diggs? Starter set. Number three receiver. Yep. Diggs or Funches? Diggs. Funches. Diggs or Goodwin? Goodwin. Goodwin. Diggs or Golden Tate? Good one over Funches, too. Diggs or Tate? Uh, Tate. Tate. Kyle Rudolph or Greg Olson? Rudolph. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but you got to be nervous about Olson, right? 100%. He scored one fantasy point in every game he's played this year, only three. Um, it's not <laughs> such a bad matchup necessarily, but it's just, you know, you don't know what to expect. Well, at so least he's consistent. Would you start the waiver wire guys, Ricky Seals-Jones, yes. Steven Anderson yes. over, over Olson? Okay. Yeah. What about over Rudolph? I'd go Anderson over Rudolph. I would go Rudolph over Anderson now that they're getting healthy. Minnesota's DST is 13th for Jamie, 7th for Dave, and 12th for Heath. Um, quick thoughts on that, Dave? Minnesota's DST? Cam turns the ball over. Mike Zimmer has a recipe for taking him down. Okay. He's going to take him downtown. All right, let's go quick here. Uh, New England is at Miami. Stat of the game. Only two running backs have scored double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against the Patriots in their last eight games. Wow. And we know they've been so good defensively. It's seven or eight games in a row, 17 or fewer points for opponents, eight games. In those eight games, two running backs, double-digit fantasy points. Will it happen to Kenyon Drake this week, Jamie? Uh, yes. He's going to get a lot of work, and he scored against them the last time these two teams met. He has uh, a floor of eight fantasy points because he's done that in all but one game since JHI has been traded. So... I think his commitment in the commitment to him in the passing game, the carries that he'll get, primetime home underdogs that I think that'll motivate the Dolphins. They've won so, three of the last four against the Patriots at home, not last year, but the three before that. Yeah, I think they'll uh, they'll keep it close enough that he'll be uh, involved and in, and in, in do well. So rank the running backs in this game. Go for it. Oh, Go he's up. third. No, I I take him over Deion Lewis this week. I think there's more touchdown potential. So Burkhead, Drake, Lewis, but they're all very good. Dave, I've got Lewis, Burkhead, Drake. PPR, you Burkhead ahead of mm-hmm. Lewis. Mm-hmm. We really like Burkhead this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, you seem nervous about it. He just, if he doesn't score, but he should score. He's their goal line guy. They use him around the goal line. and he's Scored twice against them two weeks ago. Them. The other thing is he's not catching that many passes. Like we call, we're, we're treating him like a, but, but no Gronk. That should That's help. That's the thing. The, the last no. time they played without Gronk, Hogan was active. It was week five. Brady threw 11 times to his running backs. All right, Brandon Cooks is a must start. Jarvis Landry's a must-start, right? Yeah, he's got a great track record against this team. Who's the next best wide receiver in this game? Hogan, now. Brother. 
So do we like Kenny Stills? I mean, the Patriots, like every stat you give, that lately they've just been so good against everyone. It's hard to like Stills. It's impossible to like Devontae Parker. Yeah. You don't want to trust Jay Cutler. Oh, no. Um, which is the better flyer tight end, Julius Thomas or Dwayne Allen? Thomas by default. Uh, the last six tight ends to face New England have not done well, but the best game in that stretch was Julius Thomas. Five catches for 52 yards on six targets. Right. You're not asking me if these guys are starters. You're asking me who's the best between the two of them. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, both, between, they're both outside the top 20. You're picking between a barf jelly bean and a booger <laughs> jelly bean. Oh, God. This is so gross. Um, Kenny so much fun. Stills or... Uh man, Kenny. Still, who's a good running back to compare Kenny Stills to? Kareem Hunt. 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 Chris Hogan or Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Ooh, that's a good one. I think I'd do it. Hogan over Hunt. Yeah. Jamie says Hunt over Hogan. Tennessee is at Arizona. Patriots DST is a must start. They're top five. Tennessee is at Arizona. Stat of the game. The Cardinals. This is interesting. Tell me if this makes you excited about Demarco Murray at all. The Cardinals have allowed 40 receiving yards or a receiving touchdown to a running back in six of their last seven games. And in two of those games, they allowed 80 or more receiving yards to a running back. Does that get you going at all? They're the new Atlanta. For, uh, yeah, maybe for DeMarco Murray. Cause I think you look at the matchup and the, and just what the running backs have done and you say, probably want to sit them both. But what do you think about this? No. Okay. <laughs> Cause DeMarco just hasn't been good. Yeah. Uh, Although, I'll give him credit. He averaged 6.6 yards per carry last week, or 6 yards per carry last week. Frank Gore or DeMarco Murray? Gore. Gore. Um, How about Derrick Henry or DeMarco Murray? Yeah, Derrick Henry or DeMarco Murray. I'll take Henry, Standard, Murray, PPR. Yep. How about Mike Davis or DeMarco Murray? I'll take Davis. I think I've got Murray ahead of Davis. Yeah, I'll take Davis in both. Would you start a Jets running back over a Titans running back? Um. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I do have Davis ahead of Murray. I take I, it back. I would start both Jets running backs ahead of DeMarco Murray. All right. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Way, breaking news. Rashad Jennings has retired. Oh, yeah? Uh, what? Actually. Rashad Jennings has retired. Rashad uh, Jennings. Should I, should I leave the podcast to go write this up for the site? <laughs> this is big news. Uh, Marcus Mariota, you guys don't have very high. 18th for, for Jamie. Not ranked in the top 24 for Dave. 22nd for Heath. I, um, I got a weird, sneaky feeling about him just being okay. If Patrick Peterson's out, that changes things for sure. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but Rashard Matthews is in. His last three games with Rashard Matthews, Mariota scored 18, 19, and 16 fantasy points, but against three of the best teams against quarterbacks, Arizona allows the six most points to quarterbacks. However, their defense is playing better. Um, all right, Rashard Matthews. their defense won't be better if Peterson's if out. Peterson's but out. even if Peterson's in, I'm saying I have a sleeper. I, I don't want to start him, but I think I'd start Mariota for Cam. You wouldn't, Dave. Uh, I don't think I would. Uh, Rashard Matthews, starter sit. All depends on Peterson. You know, it's funny. I, I've had to change start sit, the column, several times because of the Wentz news, the Matthew Stafford news. So originally I had Tate as a sit wide receiver. I replaced him with Rashard Matthews. Almost the minute after I published the story, the Peterson injury news comes. I'm like, oh, God. So I'll just wait to see what happens Friday. So right now Rashard Matthews is in there as a sit. If Peterson is out, he will be <laughs> – Removed from the column, and Peters and Matthews, I think you can look as a, a very good number three wide receiver. Is Matthews better than any running back in this game? Rashard Matthews. No. No? Uh, if Peterson is out, yes. For sure. Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, so yeah. So if Peterson is out, you want to want Kerwin Williams? No, I think Kerwin Williams is okay. I mean, the Titans' run defense has been okay. They haven't been great. They haven't been awful. I think he's a, he's a flex option. So the, the nice thing about the Cardinals is, is they've committed to their running back, whoever it's been, since Peterson has joined the team. So last week it was Williams. The four or five games prior to that, Peterson had at least 15 carries, I think, in all but one game, 15 touches in all but one game. The problem with Williams is, just we haven't seen it, is what will his involvement be in the passing game? Because he had no catches. He doesn't really catch the ball very well. And Kerwin Williams or Peyton Barber if Peterson's out? Barber. Barber as of now. Peterson or Peyton Barber? Peterson plays. And remember, Barber. this is a team, Tennessee, that lost a very good run defender. Yeah, still Daquan Barber. Jones. Still Barber. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Peterson or Kenyon Drake? I guess it's going to be Drake. Yep. Drake. Peterson or Orleans Darkwa? Peterson. All right. I'll say Darkwa. Larry Fitzgerald's a must start, and Ricky Seals-Jones is start-worthy. 
You guys have him 13th in standard. Dave has him 16th in PPR. He's the high guy on Seals Jones. And the Titans uh, have allowed eight fantasy points to Jesse James, nine to Jack Doyle, 13 to Steven Anderson in their last three games. They've been bad. Yes, they have. So you can definitely look at Seals Jones, yep. and he has great matchups going forward as well. And, he's and Gab- Gabbard, if you're stuck, not a bad streaming option. You can yep. certainly make a case for him over Cam. Uh, Dallas is at the Giants, our final game to preview here. We saved the worst for last. Don't start Arlen's Darkwell. Your stat of the game is basically this. Uh, only one running back has had a good game oh, with Sean Lee healthy. boy. What? The Bengals defense, not in good shape. What's the news? Geno Atkins now in a walking boot in the locker room today. Oh, and he had missed practice. Do you know how many starters have missed practice this week for the so Bengals? So they got Two Pac- corners. Pac-Man, Kirkpatrick, uh, Geno, perfect. Yeah. So are we still starting the Bengals DST? This matchup is quickly yeah, getting no, I, I better won't. for the Bears and worse for the Bengals, but that Bears offense is so bad. Yeah, it so is. It's going to be hard to. Hey, at least they've got Georgia Loca. They're going to move Jordan Howard up. It's almost like bad versus bad because you take Kyle Long off the field. It's it kind of negates it. Forgot to pick the bonanza. Crap. We'll do it on the mailbag. Mailbag bonanza. Yeah, you mean Dallas and New York, isn't it? No, it's Cincinnati. It's going to be Cincinnati, Chicago, but no. Uh, no, it was. No. Dallas, New York. Dak Prescott. You guys have him eighth. Uh, quick thoughts on Dak? Hashtag Norm- Giants. Hashtag Giants. Yeah, normally I don't like him against the Giants because they've done a nice job against rushing quarterbacks. They scheme well against them, but I just don't think the talent is there this time around. Alfred Morris, starter sit. Giants allow the most rushing yards in the NFL. Love Alfred Morris this week. Uh, after what that offensive line showed last week, 10 days to get healthy after whatever little ailments they've been dealing with. I know Lyle Collins is still battling his back injury, but as long as that left side is good, Tyron Smith looked like the best left tackle in football again last week when he was pushing people around. Zach Martin was back to full strength. Frederick looked good. Morris looked great. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. If you drafted Zeke and got Morris, I think you've only had two bad games on the season where they haven't finished combined as a number two fantasy running back. Yeah, and that was the two games for Morris. Two games for Morris, yeah. So I think you just got to look at it. Morris is a top ten running back, and he's going to have a big, big day against the Giants. He should. Des Bryant. You guys are high on Des Bryant. You got him top 15. Heath, not so much. 25th. Uh, there's no Janoris Jenkins. He owns Des Bryant. There might be no Eli Apple either. Yeah. Not that, like, that's such a difference maker, but just means it's going to be Ross backup. Cockrell, I think, on, uh, on Des Bryant. The one, the one thing that, game. not Cromartie? The, I don't think so. He's, I think he's going to stay, eh, maybe. The one I thing they got to take him out of the slot. The one thing you got to just keep in mind is you always see this when a defensive coordinator gets promoted to the head coaching spot. That side of the ball tends to play a hell of a lot better than they have. In recent weeks, they should play well. But this they're week. so banged the up too. Yeah, I mean, is, they're is, in a bad on defense. Is JPP going to play? Nope, hasn't practiced all week. Is Harrison going to play? He Harrison played. Might play. He played last week despite not practicing yeah, with the elbow play. injury. He's been practicing, but well, like, they suck. I, I'm sorry to speed it up. I just want to give Fanduel lineups and get out of here. Um, I have DraftKings for you too. Good and uh, yeah, so no other Dallas wide receiver, right? It's actually kind of sneaky. Uh, the Giants have allowed. <sighs> A number two wide receiver scored seven or more fantasy points in five of the last seven games against the Giants. I don't mind the Cowboys DST either. Uh, but we're not going to start uh, Cole Beasley. or Sean Lee being back is a big difference maker for them. Yeah. Jason Witten or Ricky Seals-Jones? Witten. Uh, Eli Manning is a sleeper. Arlen's Dark was sit. Sterling Shepard start. Sterling Shepard or Des Bryant? Des. I'll go Des. I think you guys are a little high on Evan Ingram. Number two tight end for you guys. He's played very well when he's had help. He's not number two anymore. Oh, oh Ertz is ahead of right. him now. Okay. Uh, but he's still top five. Okay. Dallas has allowed three touchdowns to tight end. Look, if you want to start games. Delaney Walker or Hunter Henry ahead of him, I understand. I think I would go with Walker. I guess after that, every tight end is a question mark. Um, so fair enough. But Evan Ingram is a start this week. If he doesn't do well, we have to look at him in cold weather because he, because that was talked about by McAdoo. Not good in cold weather. He struggled with drops, and he doesn't he doesn't have a history in cold weather. So we have to look at that. All right. FanDuel and DraftKings. Jamie, give me a DraftKings lineup. Uh, Alex Smith at quarterback, Giovanni Bernard and Melvin Gordon at running back, A.J. Green, Keenan Allen, and Trent Taylor as the third wide receiver. They're a member of DraftKings' PPR, so I'm expecting another five to six catch game from him. Cameron Braid at tight end, Larry Fitzgerald as the flex, and then the Cowboys' DSD. All right, you have Dalton and Bernard and Green. 
I have Alex Smith, Bernard. And oh, I'm sorry, Gordon. Alex Green. Smith, Andy Dalton, same guy. I don't know why I heard Dalton. You have Dalton, Dave. I do not have Dalton. Uh, I have Dalton, Bernard, and Green. I have Todd Gurley, Josh Gordon, and DeAndre Hopkins. So I have Green, Hopkins, and Gordon at receiver. Henry and Dan Bailey, and Hunter Henry at tight end, Dan Bailey and the Bengals. You have similar receivers? I have similar. We all have Giovanni Bernard, and it makes sense. He's yeah. so cheap this week, and he's going to be an every-down guy, assuming Joe Mixon is out. We all have A.J. Green, hashtag Bears. But my stack is Jameis and Cameron Brait. And I think those two are going to connect again like they did last week. Todd Gurley is my running back, just like you, Adam. Marvin Jones is my uh, second receiver. Josh Gordon is my third. Robbie Gold is my kicker. Chargers are my defense. Okay. Um, going back to your favorite stat that somebody emailed in, um, Sean McDermott said today that Tyrod Taylor will be a game-time decision. Okay. So we still could get Peterman out there. And it looks as if Calvin Benjamin definitely will return. That's it for today's show. We've got a mailbag coming up later, and we'll talk to you then, and that'll air on Saturday. Good luck, everybody. Get ready for the Bonanza. I know. I mean, I'm so disgusted. I think it just made me forgot forget about the Bonanza. That maybe maybe, so maybe you should. If you're listening to us right after the shows, uh, you send out the show. Uh, we'll be on at noon today, and then uh, you and me radio. In you radio Saturday night. Yes, sir. For Dave and Jamie, I'm Adam. See ya. Bye.